This is the Business Storytelling Show, a top global marketing podcast listened to in more than 100 countries, live streamed on social media, and broadcast on DBTV. Christoph Trapp chats with industry leaders to help your company tell better business stories. Here's today's episode. Hey, how's it going, everyone? I'm Christoph Trapp. Thanks for having me. Really sorry that I can't be in Istanbul with you. Thanks, COVID. What a mess the year has been. Quite frankly, what a mess. Um, I, nonetheless, I hope everyone is staying healthy or getting healthy again if you had any problems with the virus. But let's dive in. Let's focus on something else. This is a great topic to move forward. How to create a content performance culture. And here, here's the reality of what's happening today, guys. The problem is we want content to perform. And if it's not performing, why are we doing it? Why are we creating content that doesn't do anything? That just, that sucks. That's terrible, right? Why are we doing that? So we'll dive into that topic here really quickly. You'll see the link at the bottom here, authenticstorytelling.net. I hope you connect with me. Really hope we can stay in touch. Uh, I still hope to be uh, visiting Turkey at some point down the road here. Um, This is where I've been. This is where I've given all my keynotes in the basement, in my basement office. I love it and I hate it. I can't wait to get out of here. Ctrap at gmail.com is where you can reach me. I am a content marketing uh, strategist and implementer. I've done that for a number of years now. Companies around the globe, um, all kinds of different um, sizes from small little, little bitty companies to much larger companies. So these strategies, you can't implement them for really any size team. It just gets more uh, complicated. In my book, Content Performance Culture, I talk about the pillars of a content performance culture. And at the end of the day, what you have to do is you have to embrace it. You have to find a way to want to do it. And I'll give you an example. Every time I'm trying to lose weight, you know what happens? I don't embrace it. I go, oh my God, this is too much hard work. It is hard work, but what isn't? Anything that's worth doing is hard work. So make sure as you're moving forward, you embrace the change, you embrace the culture, you actually want to do it. And this is not just the frontline people. This is the bosses, this is the middle managers, this is everybody. You gotta embrace the change. Stop whining about it, make up your mind that you want to move forward, that you want your content to perform, And these steps, uh, there are things you have to do to actually accomplish that, uh, creating better content. Innovation by all. This is an interesting topic because there's so many companies still that not everybody's allowed to innovate. Why? Why, 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 why? Work together. What is something you can innovate on in your little area of responsibility? Writers can innovate. Content strategists can innovate, content um, distributors can innovate, anybody can innovate. So make that a top priority to find a way to innovate, to find better ways, to find better work uh, workflows, to find anything that's better, that helps you get there quicker. And the other thing is that there are so many workflows out there, they're just terrible. Things are slowing down to a halt, Uh, You can't get work done because you're in meetings all day. Find a way to innovate together. Find a way to make things better. The next thing comes from my days as an American football player. The next 
play mentality. And here's what that means. What do athletes do? And whether it's American football, whether it's soccer, I grew up in Germany, played soccer here and there, but I'm a big guy. I am more of an American football player, but it doesn't really make a difference if it's American football, soccer, whatever. Athletes run a play, something good happens or something bad happens. No matter what happens, they're going to run another play unless it's the last play of the game, which only happens once in every game. And there's all these other plays. So um, think about that. Something good happens, you got to run another play. Something bad happens, you got to run another play. No matter what happens, you got to run another play. So don't fret the little things. And the one thing that especially, you know, we used to fret mistakes all the time. Typos. Oh my God, there's a typo. Guys, I don't want typos. Things need to be on brand. Things need to be good. Things need to move forward correctly. But here's the reality of things. Stuff happens. And in the world, I just had an article the other day and five people read it. And then I read it again before it published just because it's the last final set of eyes. And I still found a typo. And so it happens. Just fix it, move on, run another play. Next play mentality. You got to have the right players. You got to have the right players in the right seats. You got to have the right skill set. And this is actually an interesting thing because I didn't grow up as a content marketer. I didn't grow up as a branding guy. I grew up as a journalist and I learned doing these things, but I'm basically using my journalistic storytelling skills to move forward in, um, in, in this model, right? What I'm doing is very journalistic driven. Figure out what are your core skills, figure how you use them to uh, reach the goals and whatever you're trying to do. Uh, at the end of the day, content performance or not, you still got to write. You may have to record a podcast. You may have to talk on camera. You have to be a storyteller. You may have to put together a PowerPoint. So all these things, you can learn them, but you have to have a good attitude. And I still, I love the softball coach that said to me, attitude place over talent and crappy attitude, positive attitude, plays over the other things any day. So have a good attitude. Figure out what you have to do. Don't be, don't protect your little fiefdom. Move forward. Be a team. Um, so right players. Ongoing evaluation. It is one of the most important things. Look at what's working. Look at what's not working and do more of what's working. Sounds so simple in theory, but it actually is hard because as content creators, what we do is we create content. We got to slow down. We got to see what's working. We got to adjust. Sometimes we have to take our gut feeling and we have to try something that we think has potential. I'll give you an example. I did an article on Instagram Reels and nobody was searching for the problem. But I saw a problem in Instagram Reels and I, I wrote about it. And guess what? Had like 80,000 views. Made a few hundred bucks in Google AdWords even. That's how, many, that's how much traffic it got. But I just thought if I had that problem, other people might have that problem. And I just wrote about it. Um, so my ongoing evaluation here is not necessarily about the data, even though the data has shown me that articles like that tend to perform pretty well. So I know that, but I don't know that specifically for that article. So just something to keep in mind. Evaluate what's working, move fast, try things, see what can drive uh, results. Workflows. Let me tell you something. Some workflows out there are just horrible. They're, they're, they were created, it seems, 
to waste time, to justify that we are working eight hours today. So let's not have those. Let's come up with workflows that are efficient, that make sense. AI is taken off, guys. Machine learning is taken off. Um, use the technologies to help you. So let's think about how I'm recording this. I'm using, I'm using Switcher Studio. I actually have my iPad up here. I got a green light on the top there, not a green light, a ring light. Then I have my computer monitor over here. And basically that's where I'm looking at the PowerPoint. So when you see me look over here, I see it. Now when I'm done, well, my 20 minutes are up, I'm gonna stop it, stop the recording. And then I'm gonna push it over to my camera roll. Then I'm gonna share it with the event organizers on uh, Google Drive. And then after that, I'm gonna take the audio and I'm gonna probably upload, not the audio, I'm gonna take the video, probably upload it to YouTube, probably take the audio, probably make a podcast out of it. Um, and my, the reason I'm bringing this up here, guys, is I know what the best workflow is. How I can quickly get all those things accomplished in under 30 minutes. And the talk alone is 20 minutes. So think about that. What time are you wasting during the day that can be reallocated to something more productive, to something more creative? Uh, and I know sometimes it's the bosses that need to think about these things because if it doesn't affect them, why would they want to change the process? Why? Right? So just something to think about though. We want better processes. We want them to be easier to navigate. Now really quickly, if you're not using this model yet, I really think it's time to get there. Create ones, publish everywhere. And the reason I'm bringing this up here is it is so hard to get your content to perform. This is a way to really set it up to perform somewhere. One channel, maybe two, maybe four, maybe all the channels, but things change all the time. So what I do is I take the web as the centerpiece. Everything goes on the website. Everything is housed there for SEO purposes, for repository purposes, for this is our own land purposes. That's why it goes there, right? That's why that's important. And then I repurpose the content in all the other channels, social media, digital, display marketing. Guys, remarketing, display remarketing. It's okay to run ads. Six years ago, content marketers were running around saying, we're content marketers, man. We don't have to run ads. But advertising strategy is part of digital marketing in 2020 and beyond. So think about that, right? Do all those things, SEM, email, face-to-face. -face. We'll get there again at some point. Print as relevant, social, and we talked about that already. But think about all those different channels. And the couple of channels that we'll dive into a little bit deeper is going to be new and emerging technology that I really would recommend everybody uses. And they are voice and audio. So voice search is really starting to take off. So it's really important to continuously create content that can be found in voice. So voice is, you don't even have a device, honestly. You can just talk to your phone, and when you say, you know, hey, so-and-so, um, she'll do whatever you told her sometimes. Doesn't always work, as we know, but that's voice in itself. Also, people just search in Google um, by voice dictating their answer. That's also voice. So just something to think about. Uh, what I use typically when it comes to 
audio, uh, I have a podcast, right? And I'll show you here. That's the Business Storytelling Podcast. It's available. Uh, I think I do have a lower third here. I could throw up quickly. Ba -ba -ba. It is here somewhere. So if you want to connect, if you want to check out the podcast, um, please do. AuthenticStorytelling.net forward slash podcast. But the reason it's important to even have a podcast is so I can run this model, the Create Once Publish Everywhere model, right? Because it's much easier to talk through a topic, to have a guest on the show for the topic, and just talk about it. And then figure out what's what you might want to write about in all those other channels. The latest that I've done is I live stream these shows. So I use switcherstudio.com. Um, but basically, as you can see here, we're having a lot of fun. We're just talking. We're just chit-chatting. And, you know, it's another nice way to get in front of more people because the live stream, so you switcher, that goes to another platform, and then it goes to three channels, um, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, LinkedIn. Technically, that's four. Periscope and Twitter are really the same. But again, I'm trying to reach more people. And then this is how I repurpose my live stream. So first I go live. So typically this is the same setup that you're seeing me do right now, except I'm not live streaming it, but I'm actually using the same platform to record it. And then what I do is it goes live to those channels. I've also tried Twitch before, depending what your topic is. Might be worth trying. Give it a try. See what works. See what doesn't work. Not everything, I, not everything the experts talk about is worth trying for every brand. Not everything I talk about is worth trying for a brand, but I would try some of the new things to see if you can stand out uh, because it can be very worthwhile. Then that article goes, uh, then the, the live stream, I take the audio and it goes to like 20 podcast channels uh, in you know, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. And why not? Why wouldn't it go there? And then I also put it on Instagram and Instagram story, Instagram reel sometimes, depending what the topic is and depending how much time I want to spend, reformat uh, how it looks, and then I write about it. So why not think about it? Podcast, they podcasts also help you rank in voice search. So just something to keep in mind. They're starting to show up and it's a differentiator. So if you can't rank high for text, your podcast might be able to rank high at some point. For voice search, though, there is a number of different things. Voice content, search and devices, uh, voice content, audio content like live streams and podcasting. Those things all kind of fit in there of what we just talked about. Uh, when it comes to voice, there's really four buckets. Voice search, we talked about that if I'm talking to my phone. Voice production, I don't really do this as much anymore, but when I was traveling a lot last year, uh, I did this all the time. I was sitting in the hotel and I'm voice dictating an article. Um, you know, now I'm just here in my office and I got my desk in front of me, my computer. Uh, but that is something that you could do uh, as you are creating content. Of course, we can fill a whole session talking about um, voice production. Uh, I did actually talk about that at WordCamp LAX. Um, take a look at those slides. Uh, if you search for uh, WordCamp LAX, Christoph Trapp, uh, there might be um, the slides out there. Uh, voice integration into apps. So that's basically if you pick up go to the Google Analytics app, you can ask it questions. Hey, Google, how many people did something on my website or whatever? Um, that's another interesting way. That's how I use Google. I just ask Google um, and you can do the same 
thing. Smart devices designed for voice, probably marketers. We're not gonna have to focus on those right away, um, but they are also important. Uh, how do you hit all those different things? Here's really what it comes down to. Yes, there are technical things. Yes, there are SEO things to keep in mind. Yes, you need to know how to use systems, especially email marketing, uh, targeting, all those different things. You have to know how to use them, how to set up a cadence, how to set up a drip campaign, etc., etc. But at the end of the day, Google, Apple, everybody values good content. And the way I define good content, it's highly relevant to your audience. It's also conversational. It sounds like human. Stop humans. Stop sounding so corporate. Write conversationally. The other thing is, do your keyword research before you do anything. Even when you do a podcast, do the research, see what people are searching for. If there's a good amount of search traffic, try to get those keywords. What is a good amount of search traffic? You know, you're probably not going to rank for those keywords that have 89,000 searches per month. But the ones 80 to a couple hundred, maybe so, right? Especially if you can hit them better than other companies. So just something to keep in mind. Go deep into your topics. When you're writing, that typically means you have to be 1,000 words, 1,200 words, 1,500 words, 2,000 words, something like that. I'm not sure you got to go much deeper than that. And I actually think, you know, I used the Yoast plugin on my website. Um, and it only tells me I got to go 300 words. So once I go over 300 words, uh, it tells me I'm fine. I think it needs to be deeper. It needs to, needs to go longer. And not just because people read all that stuff, but people skim. People skim content. So just something to think about, to keep in mind. You got to go deep into a topic. You most of us can't get away with those short articles. You know how Seth Godin writes short, short blog posts, a couple hundred words or 100 words or whatever. Most of us, we're not going to ring for that. It's not going to work. Um, other best SEO practices, certainly make sure that you uh, implement them, that you keep them in mind, create good content, but maximize your content. Um, also, make sure you have the right system set up. I'm telling you, it can really, really hurt your, uh, your content strategy when it's slowing to a halt, when it's too difficult to even get anything done, when it's too difficult to get the content um, produced, when it's too difficult to do anything. So we wanna make it simple and we wanna hone our art. Here's the other thing, always learn new things. And I look at digital marketing and content creation as every time you do anything, you learn something. So for example, I'm recording this show for you guys. Really hope I can come to Istanbul one day, really, COVID has messed up our years. I mean, for real, it's, it's been crazy. But every time I do anything, I try to learn something, right? So here, this is probably the first time I've used Switcher Studio with my laptop, with a PowerPoint. So I learned how to do that. I did the split screen, seemed to work. I got a couple graphics on, you know, there's other things I could do when I'm going live. I put the live back on. So there's always something to learn. You know, and just something to keep in mind. Learn, try, drive results, keep pushing forward. It's the only way to achieve that content performance culture and uh, be successful with good content, with relevant content. Certainly, I can't answer any questions live right now because it's not live, but please email me. 
ctrap at gmail.com or you can also reach me on WhatsApp. Please, 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 if you connect with me, make sure you mention where you heard me talk. Uh, I really like to connect um, with anybody that wants to create that content performance culture and move things forward and be more relevant. I'm Christoph Trapp. My time is up. Enjoy the rest of the conference and hope to see you one of these days. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review The Business Storytelling Show on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. See you then. Thank you.